As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Today was a day that we had to decompress and react to the Jay Glazer news from a night ago and then <laughs> how it affected the Von Miller breaking story earlier today. That was two nights ago on the show that Jay Glazer came on the show. He teased a really big story. And when he began on Fox Football Now last night, I look, and we got a, we're right in the middle of it because he said it on our show and the story was everywhere and our show was everywhere the last couple of days, which was kind of fun. Uh, and then Jay's story was that the center for the Rams, uh, Brian Allen, had contracted the coronavirus three weeks ago, tested positive, but looks like he's going to be given the 
big thumbs up this week by doctors. He will be cleared. He is the first NFL player to contract coronavirus. And since then, Jay Glazer, they've been laying waste to him on the Internet for many different reasons. And it was crazy. It was an insane 36 hours. But what Jay was getting, the hate he was getting, has a lot to do with what we're going to say coming off the top story tonight. Because what Jay did last night, he broke the story. First NFL player, Brian Allen, testing positive for coronavirus. Now, in, in any way, shape, or form, that is a big story. Now, you can debate how big it is. Was it worth the hype that came out earlier in the day yesterday and off our show the night before? No, probably not. You, no, you, but you, can you're I, talking can I, about hype. You yeah, know, it's, can I just it's, you know, interject? That's not his fault. That's not our fault. That's a bunch of people that were sitting around lazy waiting for a four-hour or three-hour radio show or their TV show to be programmed by whatever the news was. I mean, that, <laughs> that's where a lot of the outrage came from. No, no. I see. I think I think the outrage is different after the Von Miller news, and and, and this is why. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but uh, obviously the big news today: Von Miller, uh, one of the best defensive players in the NFL, tested positive for coronavirus. But as of the the latest news tonight, he is resting comfortably. He is okay, mm-hmm. and you know everybody says you yeah, have coronavirus. You, you take it day to day. And uh, he told Nine News Denver this on Thursday. He said, "Quote: I have asthma. I started getting a little cough. Uh, my cough." didn't sound normal that's when he went in to get looked at so he's quarantined at the house again doing an interview with nine news in denver he's in good spirits he's not feeling sick or hurting so that's good news for him he said he went public with his diagnosis to emphasize that anyone can be afflicted with the virus and he's under the care of team's doctors so it's really good news for him that look this case of the coronavirus right now it seems like it's under control for him so this became the big story today and rightfully so if this was Jay Glazer's news last night, no one bats an eye, right? No one bats an eye if it's, hey, Von Miller is the first NFL player to contract coronavirus, COVID-19. Nobody bats an eye. It's, oh, wow, it's Von Miller. So the first thing I want to say is it being critical of – and look, I, I, I'm, I'm on record. We said it last night. Was it the story that I expected? Was it the story I wanted it to be after Jay teased it? No, but in the end – I, I think you feel, I hope you feel a little bad that the main response for people they were upset was that it wasn't a bigger name. Because that's a lot of it was, mm-hmm. oh, it's not, because if, if it was a bigger, because there was a lot of who's Brian Allen. I'm like, this is an NFL player with coronavirus. Right. We have become so desensitized to it. And that's, that's part of just who we are the last couple weeks because people who are staying home and, and, and everybody, most the majority of the country who is okay, and, you know, we're dealing with this and everybody is cooped up and everybody is pissed off and people don't want to be home all the time. So it's like, oh, it, it's, it's, it's not a big name. Oh, oh okay, so it's got to be a big name for it to be a big story. It's the first NFL player to test positive for coronavirus. It's a pretty big story. Now, you can debate where it is, but it's still a big story, and it's still someone suffering from coronavirus. So it shouldn't matter. Matter if it's Brian Allen or Von Miller. Sure, we care more, and the and the big names get the headlines. But y- if you want to really be upset at the the part that it's not a big enough name for it to be news, that's where you got to stop and go. Come on, seriously. I mean, you're you're upset that it wasn't a bigger name that you spent all day. It's because you were disappointed because you're expecting other news or different news right. that you were hoping was going to be personnel oriented or is Andrew Luck coming out of retirement or Jadavian Clowney signing somewhere. Every people are mad. 
People thought it was going to be bigger, and so this was the first thing they defaulted to. Who the hell is Brian Allen? And, and you should feel really bad if that's it, because I guarantee you the same people were saying today, oh boy, Von Miller, wow, he's one of the best defensive players in the NFL. He's a huge star. He's one of the best players in Broncos history. He's probably going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, oh boy, Von Miller. So you should feel a little bad that it's, oh, here's Von Miller versus the story just because you're mad at Jay. Yeah, no, that that's exactly. I, I got a bunch of texts, and I'm sure you did too. I know Frostberg the last day plus, and you know explanations. And Jay went on with with Rich Eisen this morning, and and explained that a little bit. So you know how it, how it came to pass as he saw it. So you know it's it's over and done with in that regard. I, I think it's a pretty sad state of affairs when it's got to be a Pro Bowler would be Hall of Famer for anybody to to move the needle. I mean, we've been waiting all along in each sport, right? Because we had a few guys in the NBA, and that got quiet pretty fast, right? You had Kevin Durant. You had four or five other players, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, obviously, and what still falls out of their relationship. Can they coexist? That's an ongoing story. But in terms of other players and organizational people testing positive, it's been very quiet, very quiet these last two plus weeks. So to have an active NFL player, a starter on a team that was in the Super Bowl two years ago, just an active player in general, that that wasn't enough for the bloodthirsty folks once they got going. I I, I don't know what to what to say about uh, where we're at in, in a society. I mean, if we're numb to this already, then then we've got a much larger problem. On our hands, because I, I certainly as much as we get some positivity and hope of people trying to put timelines on thing. We talked about Dr. Fauci last week or, or yesterday, I should say his comments, you know, have gradually gotten and then he got into sports that, you know, all, all of those are, are good things. But there's still a lot of work to be done because those are still met with pretty grim stories from the hospitals, at least here in California and in New York. So, you know, there, there's still a lot to be done with this. So to kind of dismiss it as, you know, this was awful. Why was this teased? And, and who is this guy? Uh, I, I, I was a little disappointed uh, from the, the reaction on Twitter and certainly the going after a Jay Glazer I thought was absurd on a whole other level. Yeah, well, look, look I, I can understand people being upset because I, I get it. I, I, I put myself in, in the place of people who were sitting mm -hmm. thinking what the news is going to be all day and getting upset about it. So I, Yeah, but if I you're understand. sitting around thinking about that all day, you're a dope too, though. Well, I was sitting around thinking about it all no, day no, no, so but, were you. But, <laughs> no, 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 but that's but, – yeah, because we were also being texted by all sorts of people. <laughs> able to ask if sure. he told us anything. Sure. Can sure. you give us, did he talk to you offline? Did he tell you anything? Right? That was the question I was getting as much as anything else. What Trying to see if he gave us any other information so we had an informed you know, idea of what was happening last night, which clearly we didn't. Anybody that listened to the interview live and, and reacted to more than just your tweet encapsulating the end of our conversation with Jay and teasing it forward, you know, if, if that's what consumed your life and got you that pissed off, I mean, come on, man. Yeah. Pull out a board game. Look, human human nature, I'm never going to go so over the top about because like, you know, I understand it. I understand why they're upset. I just hope after the initial, oh, I can't believe this, 
people stepped back and said, well, you know, it is a pretty good story. Because you can debate how big it is. It's still the first player with coronavirus is, is a big story. But how big? Yeah, sure, you can you can bat that back and forth a bit. But when, when you're trying to say, oh, just because I don't know this guy, it's not as mm-hmm. big a deal. But if it was somebody more important, I mean, you, you really you, – you're a little bit out of control. And I would just hope that those people practice a little bit of restraint going, okay, I, I was upset and, I, yeah, this is probably it. But they were upset because they were expecting something else. And, and that's where 95% of the people being upset where it comes from because they were mad that it wasn't something else that was more fan-friendly, more Twitter-friendly, more, hey, I can sink my teeth into this friendly. So I get it. Now, let's listen from Jay, listen from Jay a little bit. Uh, this was Jay this morning on the Rich Eisen Show uh, explaining, going on, and breaking the news last night about Brian Allen. Here's where the confusion came about. I'm on Fox Sports Radio the other night, and the guys are joking around, which I lo- and I love the guys I'm on with, like Jason Smith, those guys, I love them. But they're joking around, and I'm trying to tell them what's on the show the next day, and we have a great show on Fox Football now, Sean McVay, and the guys are, like, joking around. And I'm like, no, guys, I have something serious tomorrow. I'm breaking, you know, I have serious national news that I'm breaking. When it is national news, I said, I'm breaking this news tomorrow, and they're joking around. I, I, I'm serious. This is big. I'm, I'm, and I'm just trying to get them not to laugh because they don't know what it is. Right. So I'm like, no, I'm serious. I have big news. There's, there's real national news tomorrow. And, well, they just took that part and put it out there. Well, I go to sleep. And I wake up yesterday morning, literally 200 texts, all 32 teams, owners, players, <laughs> ex-players, coaches, wives. What's your big news? What's your big news? And I'm like, what the hell are you people talking about? People are calling. Like, What's the news? What's the news? And I'm like, oh, dude, nothing like you guys are fixing Oh, my God. That's all right. Well, first of all, I got to say this. We put out exactly what he said. I mean, we, we, put, yeah, no, there's, we, we there's played no, uh, we played the entire, you know, 45 seconds or a minute. We, did, we didn't just, you know, cut stuff up and put it. We put the whole thing out there. But, you know, that was what that was what Jay said. You know, he's, I got no, big breaking news. I mean, news the, and, the timeline. But yeah. I mean, for those that didn't hear it, you asked about the, the show. Yeah. And he hey, Tysher, can we on. grab that? Can you grab that audio? We'll play it back here so people can listen. Let me, let me know when you have it. Yeah, let me right? know when you have it. So, so he talks about the show. There's a pause. I go to move to the next question. And then he says, hey, there's breaking news tomorrow. And that's where it kind of gets into we're having fun because, you know, he doesn't intimate right away that it's, you know, something of a big, serious nature. Just yeah. that it's news. So, you know, from from that, because I certainly got enough of you guys got killed. You guys look stupid. <laughs> today. All like, right. So. All right. <laughs> so. So here's where it is. Uh, tie shirts got it. This was we had just finished whatever question we were talking about and we were getting ready to wrap up the interview and say goodbye because it was it was time to go and we had to go to what's trending. Uh, and so we're finishing. But Jay wanted to make sure he knew that he teased that he had this news tomorrow night. So here's exactly what was said. It was the end of a question. There was nothing else going on. It was the end of a question. And Jay said, but I do have break news roll it i am breaking news on that show tomorrow uh, really there will be very big breaking news i can't say it yet okay it will be very big breaking news tomorrow night uh what time is the show on <laughs> wait a minute i think i know what it is you are going to present todd Gurley with wait. the check from the rams uh-huh. that he is owed oh no 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 um, <laughs> yeah wait, get time, him in the middle of that one uh, have you guys got the promo i seriously don't know what time the show is um they, we changed it up uh i think it's Okay, it's either 11 o'clock Eastern tomorrow or it's 7.30 Eastern tomorrow. I'm not sure. One or two, but I'll be breaking big news on the show. I'm telling you, I'm breaking big news on the show. Wow. I have a scoop. I, like, no, okay. legit, 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 big breaking 
national news tomorrow uh, on the show. Um, wow! So big news. We're gonna wind. We're gonna wind up talking about it a lot on the show. That's how big. That's, it is. that's beautiful. Wow! You were talking about it. All right. So that was. That was what he said. Now, when I joked around about the, they're going to pay Todd Gurley because he was going to have Sean McVay on, and also Jay didn't know what time the show was on. So, okay, well, let's keep right, it light no. and say something right, fun. So let's this, keep this it light. We, there yeah. were two or three other scenarios. Yeah. yeah. Look, it was, look, it was, you know, and, and I get from Jay's perspective, he knows what the news is, as he said in the clip. I know what the news is, and, right, and, and they don't. And everything, yeah. You know, and so we're coming off. Of, look, you know the interviews we have. We keep it like, we, you know, I mean, having fun interviews is, is the best thing we can possibly do on the show. You know, interviews that aren't fun. Uh, so, you know, look, Jay explained how, how it went. And, he, and look, and, you know, all 32 teams calling him. I think that was pretty, hey, is it about us? Hey, is it about us? I wonder how many scoops he got because teams called and said, Jay, I don't know where you got the story that we're trading Derek Carr, but no, please right. keep it quiet for a couple of days, okay? <laughs> then it was like, hey, Jay, I don't know where you got the, got the story from, but yes, we are moving up to draft Tua, not Justin Herbert. Keep this quiet for a couple of days. And Jay's like, okay, he's just writing down all these things he's getting. Yeah, I'll save that. I'll save that. I'll save that. I wonder if that's how it went for him. Well, that's kind of interesting. Does he have another 15 pieces of information (laughs) that he's sitting on? (laughs) And you know we're expecting our third child uh, later on. Hey, I don't know where you got that news from. My wife hasn't even told me yet. No, but but that's really where where it was. I think that, you know, the the news, if it was Von Miller instead of, Brian Allen, people wouldn't have reacted. And and I think you have to check yourself a little bit that that's the case. Now, certainly Von Miller is a bigger personality, but mm-hmm. is is it bigger when Tom Hanks says it versus Idris Elba? You know, is I mean, I I don't think there's a difference, you know, between the two of them. I that's why it's it's the first NFL player testing positive for COVID nine testing positive for COVID nineteen. I almost said testing positive for pot. There's no way we're talking about the first player for that. They are uh, no, no, no. But that's just, that's just what it is. That's such I mean, a good if, trivia question, though. We it's, should. <laughs> it's <laughs> who was the first player to test positive for weed? Uh, <laughs> you know, but that but that's really where the whole thing comes down to is that if it was that name, no one would have said anything. And you know just. Just the, just the quick on the medical part of it, that there was like 95%, I think, of the people were upset because of that. The other 5% were you held a story about a guy's medical condition. Uh, now, this you can say right or wrong about this, but Von Miller, this is a new story. He decided to go public with it. For Brian Allen, he was diagnosed three weeks ago, and he has been through it, and he was getting a clean bill of health. So I can see from Allen, hey, look, my, look, I, I had it. It's not, you know, it's, it's not brand new mm-hmm. news. I've had it, and I'm better, and now you can talk about it. You know, it's something that happened, and now you can talk about it. And that, you, can, you can debate that with Jay and, and, and what you want, and that's fine, but I think that's probably why Jay was okay with, I'm going to have this news on the show tomorrow, talk about it when I have Sean McVay on because it makes sense because I'm talking about a Rams player with Sean McVay and we're going to do it there all at once and that's that's what I would say is why it happened and unfolded the way it did well and it's a relationship thing too because again HIPAA laws and uh, liability suits track with it if he just puts it out without Allen's consent. So, I mean, there, there's a whole other thing. It's, it's information he has and can disseminate at Allen, Allen's discretion. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally. 
but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's really good? Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. With sports potentially looking to return and the story of the sports returning has become more hot button the last couple of days with talk about when the country is going to open back up. President Trump earlier today uh, had a big conference call and a meeting uh, with the media in which he said, listen, we're we're outlining plans to reopen the country. Governors are going to have their at their discretion, whether or not when to reopen states uh, and, and start reopening places like movie theaters and gyms and supermarkets uh, full-time and restaurants. So it's going to be up to the individual state. So a little bit of a far cry from, I have absolute authority to open everything. Now it's the governors are going to be doing it. So Infinite power! Yes, he, he, went from, uh, he went from, I, I am the emperor to, I'm just the emperor. I mean, that lightning barely comes out of my hands. Uh, so that is out there now, and now we're starting to get into conversations about reopening Uh, the country and reopening the government, reopening sports. So while that is happening now, it's all right, what's it going to be next? Well, President Trump had a conference call earlier today, and he talked about when various teams could come back to play, but one thing that's probably not going to happen in the beginning is we're not going to have fans. Let's take a listen. Further, but in terms of sports, uh, they'll probably start off, as you know, I spoke to the commissioners yesterday, almost, uh, I guess, of every sport. And uh, many of them are going to be starting without the fans. So it'll be made for television, the good old days, made for television. And it'll go that way. And then fans will start coming in. Maybe they'll be separated by two seats. And then ultimately, we want to have packed arenas. When the virus is gone, we're going to have packed arenas. And we're going to be back to enjoying sports the way they're supposed to be. And the so that was Trump earlier today, and, and that was kind of putting into a big bow exactly what the plan's going to wind up being for everybody. Because now there, there's no way that any sport's going to come back with fans. It's just not happening. All right? So from all this, we heard from players, we don't want to come back without the fans. Is there a way for fans to come back? I think by and large, what you've heard the past couple of days, and then Trump puts the bow on this, is that we're not going to have fans back. And it's not just because they're not going to be allowed, but fans aren't going to be, we're not going to be crazed to go rush out and go to a ball game. I mean, there will be there will be a pocket of fans who want to do it, but there's going to be many people who are going to say, I am happy to be able to just go out to dinner and happy to go to a movie, happy to go to the grocery store. I mean, we're still going to be wearing masks. We're still going to be wearing gloves and disinfecting things. And, you know, it's not suddenly going to be where, okay, now coronavirus, everything's gone. I could, we can run out and have life, everything the way it used to be. 
no, things are going to change a bit. And it's going to be a little while for fans to say, I'm ready to go back. Specifically, there's no way people are going to bring kids to games for a long time. All right? That's just not going to happen. Even though they're of the lowest risk group, no one's going to willfully and willingly bring kids to games for a while. I'm thinking that what L.A. Mayor Eric Garcetti said yesterday, he's thinking about banning fans from games until 2021. I got to think that that's that's what's going to wind up happening for all sports for the rest of this calendar year. We're not we don't want it to come back. And the worst thing is when we have people getting together. And even if you're you're sitting in every other seat, could I see? teams doing that yeah it doesn't it's it, it's not too daunting to say okay fans are going to sell every other seat or every fourth seat and capacity instead of 45,000 for a game is going to be 12 or 13,000 and everybody's got a social distance because I could see that social distancing could work at a game where because everybody does it enough when you go to the supermarket now or you go out somewhere people do it okay and you could do that at a game stand six feet behind somebody when you're in line for something so I can see that happening I just I just don't see where enough people are going to want to go back and enough states are going to be comfortable with opening the door to that because the, the last thing any governor wants anybody in charge of a state wants is to say okay yeah hey and people can go to the games and then you go to the game and then a couple of days later you have a couple of positive tests for coronavirus where were you i went to the dodger game two nights ago i went to the mariners game two nights ago i went to the mets game and then suddenly oh boy now we have to stop it again and you look like you are in you are in charge of being reckless with people's lives and suddenly your political clout and your ability of being reelected is gone to say nothing of the fact that maybe the coronavirus is back and people get really sick and you see that people have been dying of this and that rate is still continuing on. So I, I just don't see that being feasible for fans. If we get late enough into the year, like after Thanksgiving and towards Christmas, maybe, but I, I got to think that once people get this idea of all of 2020 for fans, I think that's how it's going to go. We're going to have a college football season without fans, NFL without fans. All this is going to happen. Then it will be revisited towards the end of the year. And then maybe 2021 will have fans back at the games. Yeah, I think it just keeps coming back to the the same idea of you under, under promise. So 2021, and then watch where this goes. Is it going to level out? And how long does the tail have to stay at a very low rate before you open the gates altogether? And when you're talking about 50 different states, you've got a number of them that want to open the doors now, right? I mean, we already know Florida is in play. That's where Fight Island's going to get built, man. I'm telling you, if it's not an actual island, it'll be some swampland that gets mm-hmm. developed really fast down there uh, based on the, the governor the last couple of days and his comments about sporting events, etc. So when, when you look at it overall, it, for California, would not be surprised. I mean, I, I was tinkering with something that our, our buddy Todd Furman had, had posited going, wow, where, when's the study for the, you know, revenues, profitability, etc. for the fanless experience versus, you know, needing people in those seats? And you, you're wondering, where's the Where's the happy medium to try to get things restarted and see where things flow, right? Do you sell, here's four seats in row one, and then another four seats in row four, 
on either end of those or something to those kind of degrees as you go and, and you have to buy in blocks. And once, you know, you're within some distance, it takes a little bit of programming that you can work it out and limit capacity. Uh, I'm, I'm curious because I think there's enough people thirsty to get back in front of a game that other than states that truly continue to enforce it, California and New York, probably the most likely, Illinois, probably a close third. There's your medal stand for this. Mm. Uh, I think you got a lot of other states that would love to open the gates and start those revenues going. Again, part of it, the feel-good of having sports back and trying to be reelected, thinking there's enough of a groundswell in your particular state that you're going to get the benefit of the doubt because people are eager to get back to work and get back to their lives. Uh, the results be damned. Yeah, but I think some states is like where there's less cases. Will they open up quicker? Yeah, but how long until New York opens up? I mean, that's no, but that's what I mean. It's like, opens up, but you know? but that's, that's just it, right? If you're going to play it, is it all or nothing? I guess that's the other questions the leagues have to decide, right? Oh yeah, and I think uh, look, it's it's going to be blanketly. It's going to it's going to get decided for the leagues because the governors, the individual states, are going to go. Yeah, no fans. Yeah, no fans. We can revisit, but no fans, and it's not going to be. We'll revisit for maybe for twenty twenty one. You can always change your mind on that, but the the way this is, and the, and the way that the medical experts are talking about how to really get rid of the coronavirus and make sure it doesn't come back and become seasonal, we don't get a second wave. It's going to be. We, we need some more time. So if we can get to gatherings of fifty people, we can have baseball games. We can have soccer matches we can have all kinds of things we just can't have fans so because even if you're talking about in a, all right can twelve thousand people or fifteen thousand people in in a group of stands is that a great look when you're saying we're banning large groups of gathering of over a hundred even if they say no 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 we're social distancing because then you open up the door to that that well if you can have twelve thousand people at a game that are social distancing from each other, we can do it at a concert we can do it here we can do it in the park we can do it at this thing so i think it's going to wind up being governors of the state saying Nope, no fans. We'll play sports. Once we get to 50 people can be around at once. Awesome. And that's how it's going to be. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. So the Caesars Palace put out odds today for NFL teams in their win-loss total. Uh, the Buccaneers are at 9.5. The Patriots are at 8.5. The one team they have rising, they think a team, and I'm not lying to you because I always tell the truth on the show, the Crazy. one team they upgraded ahead of the draft, they believe in the Jets, especially if the Jets get a receiver in the first round. They are the one team that Caesars Palace says, hey, they are primed for a big uptick in wins this year. But Wait, I got a good one for you before you get to yeah. that, though. Just because you mentioned the receiver, I had, I had clipped this off earlier. I want to make sure I cite it properly, so bear with me a moment. This comes from Rich Samini. Ready? Mm-hmm. Here's your Jets factoid of the day. Since okay. 2000, they've drafted 18 wide receivers. Only one has scored at least 20 touchdowns in a Jets uniform. Can you name him? Uh, oh, 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 uh, Lavernius Coles. Lavernius Coles leads with 37. He was a yep. third-round pick back in 2000. Yep. Oh, Ten yeah. of those 18 have zero touchdowns total. <laughs> 
just thought you'd you'd like that little. Yeah, we, we don't have we don't getting a wide receiver. Yeah, but here's the thing: it's not like we have we have a great track record in other positions. No, it's no, not like you look so. Boy, you know the the offensive lineman there. No, it's not. We don't have a lot of great uh, track record there. I'm just saying yeah. it was germane to what you were trying to say. Hey, they're going to get a receiver. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here for a second with mm-hmm. nine and a half wins. This for me, I go over. All right, because Brady's career. The next two years, I know the the Peyton Manning comparison is what's out there. There's going to be Peyton and uh, what he did going to Denver, throwing the football in, in the mile high air, a lot of weapons around him. Peyton was a little bit younger, and he hadn't fallen off the cliff. He was coming off an injury. He was 36 years old, not 43. Brady's last couple of years are going to be like Joe Montana's last couple of years with the Chiefs. All right, he's, he's hoping to squeeze out a couple more years in the NFL, just like Montana was doing. Montana had to leave because they were going to Steve Young full-time in San Francisco. Brady had to leave because the Patriots were pushing him out the door. But it's going to be like Montana. Montana, when he went to the Chiefs in 94, and you realize you were talking about 25 years ago, but these are the two quarterbacks that are going 1-2 in most people's books, and they are experiencing very similar uh, career trajectories. Parts of it may look great for Brady. Parts of it are going to look ugly because he's not the quarterback he was, being able to throw deep, not that kind of guy. He's going to have his moments, both good and bad, and it's and he'll have a good season this year. Tampa Bay is going to make the playoffs. They'll win at least 10 games. They have enough weapons where as long as Brady doesn't throw a bunch of picks, he gets it to the right guys. And look, they'll be able to make plays. So it will be a pretty good season for Tampa Bay. Are they going to go all the way? No, because they're not that great a football team. they got a good defense and they got weapons on offense and here comes Brady, but it's a 43-year-old Tom Brady. So you real, so realize you know, when you saw him last year, that's kind of what you're going to get. He's not going to be born again. He's just looking to squeeze a couple more years out and slow the descent. Now, next year could look ugly because it's going to be Brady at 44 and and coming off this year, another year, another wear and tear on his body, not in the Patriot way, not having a Belichick game planning. And next year could look really ugly. This one, I think, will be passable and he will look okay at times and look really good at times and other times not look good enough. But this division, it's not crazy enough to say 10 wins. They could win 11. They could, they, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll go in as the, the preseason favorites, but especially with one extra team in the playoffs this year, no, I see the Bucks in the playoffs. They make it this year. They lose the first or second game they play, and Brady kind of looks like Montana, because Montana had a few moments the first year with Kansas City. He had the, the game against the Broncos on Monday Night Football, his big final-minute drive. He got them into the playoffs. They got deep in. They've got crushed by the Bills uh, when Montana had a bad game, uh, finally. But that's kind of how I see it going for Brady. Kind of like Montana with the Chiefs at the end where, hey, playoffs this year and then next year, uh, it may not be as good as it was this year. Yeah, I mean, next year, all, all bets are off. I mean, we don't know where you got a lot, a lot of plays to run, not only for his health, but that of the, the rest of that squad. But offensively, you've got more weaponry than he's had in years. As much as I love the Edelman-Gronk uh, days, uh, the salad, or the beefy days. I mean, going back to the T-bone steak, I guess. This, the salad days were this past year where, quite obviously, there were a lot of times they wanted to look and just scrout. I'm not throwing it to you. Run all you want. I'm not throwing it to you. You're no good. But you've got the divisional games, four against the NFC North, Chargers, Rams, Giants, and the Denver Broncos. There's 11 or 12 wins 
uh, on that schedule for certain because uh, we don't know what the Falcons are going to be. We're not sure of everybody wants to write off Brady and say he's going to suddenly dip. Well, Drew Brees is already talking retirement, right? He's already got his job and his post-playing career thing. So what is this year for him? I, I don't know. I mean, he's he's older, too. So we have that role. And the, the Giants are what they are. Uh, and the Denver, though, if they were to meet in a and hype it up like a Super Bowl, all bets are off. But then you got Denver with Drew Locke. And if they bring in a veteran to play ahead of him, as some still speculate they might. No, forget it. They're they're a playoff team with with Evans and Godwin on the outside. Even if they do send OJ Howard packing, Caesars put out the odds for the Patriots now. The first time without Tom Brady. First time the Patriots are not the odds-on favorite in the division. We told you Buffalo was going to be it, and it's official. Buffalo is the odds-on favorite to win the AFC East. Their over/under for wins is set at nine. The Patriots are at eight and a half. This is really accurate because I'll tell you exactly the kind of season the Patriots are going to have. I feel like Ken Jong and Mass Singer. I know exactly who this is. I'll tell you exactly the season the Patriots are going to have. This is how they're going to go all season long. Belichick is still the best coach in the NFL, and they're in a weak division. And despite a roster that needs a lot of change, that doesn't have a lot of talent, they'll still find a way to do the 500 dance most of the year. They'll be a 4-4, four and 5-5, four, 6-6, five and 7-7 five, six and six, seven and seven in the thick of it because, look, they got a really strong secondary, which is a great thing, but a lot of the rest of the roster needs help and needs an upgrade. But the Patriots will find a way because Belichick is that good a head coach. First of all, he wants this. You know how much he wants you to say, to see, look what I can do with nothing. They, they lost Tom Brady, and what did the Patriots do this offseason? They lost a ton of guys. Did they bring anybody in? No. Partly it's because they're recalibrating for this year and then going back in for next year. They're going to draft their quarterback of the future in the draft here, whether it's moving up to get Tua, which becomes more and more likely every day, or they draft a guy like Jalen Hurts or Jordan Love. They'll get their guy this year, and this is kind of a bridge year for the Patriots. But specifically, they did absolutely nothing because you know they don't want to lose that war of perception with Brady. Brady's going all in to win the Super Bowl in in Tampa, and the Patriots aren't that team. So if they succeed with nothing, it looks great, and Belichick is going to revel in this. You think Tom was the guy more, more responsible for what we did? I'll show you when I got absolutely no talent, and I'm winning games with Jared Stidham at quarterback, and I'm running with, with a defensive line that we're only, we only we don't even put three guys on the line. We only have two. We actually play with ten on defense because I don't have def- enough defensive linemen. He wants to show everybody how smart he is. Look what I could do with nothing. And look. The other part of it that goes into adding players, and yes, did they go crazy to add players this year? No. But the other part of it is, uh, who wants to go to New England? I mean, Brady was the drawing card for a long time, but the, the, the secret is out. Everybody knows what life is like with Bill Belichick. It's not for everybody, and free agents know this. But if you can be sold on, hey, Brady's there, you want to go in, go to New England, that's in for some uh, free agents. They go, yeah, I want that in my life. I want this kind of discipline. I, you know, This team I played for is a bunch of clowns. I want to go there. I want to win. Brady's there. they got other great players there. I want to go there and win. It's not for everybody, but it's for some people. 
Are you going to do that now? If you're that kind of guy, I, I want this kind of discipline. I want to go there. Belichick's going to be my guy. Well, there's no Brady. Ooh, uh, maybe I'll try that luck with the Packers or the Seahawks or somebody else because they don't have that drawing card anymore. And suddenly playing for Belichick is not nearly as much fun when Brady's not there at quarterback. So those couple well, of reasons, Belichick wanting to prove it this way, plus nobody coming in free agency, they're going to want to do this. But still, he'll find a way to keep him around 500. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. (laughs) 